Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. I'm glad you're joining us today for this special edition on the EF3 Life platform. And it's just a tremendous time of year. We're preparing for Christmas and so many amazing things are happening. You're with your family, your friends, you gather around beautiful tables, the Christmas tree. Kids are just so joyful during this time of year. And it makes me think about the star of Bethlehem. You know, in our lives, there's so many people and places and things and just happenings on a daily basis, right? The hustle and the bustle, just the busyness of the world. And this time of year allows us sometimes to just slow down a little bit over the next few days and to enjoy the present moment, but to look back to reflect on our lives, to look back and reflect on history and who we are as people, where we come from, and if you're somebody of faith like I am, certainly this time of year is tremendously special. It's unique and one of a kind because we have an example. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about stars. I want to talk about the star that we should be following. Because when you think about the narrative of Christmas, when you think about all the things that go into the birth of Christ, you have to understand that it was anything but perfect and God certainly had a plan through it all, but you know, a lot of times in our life, we want our lives to be perfect. We want things to go the way that we expect them to, not only that, but even better than expected. And we have to have a game plan. Well, certainly God planned this out from the beginning of the world, but it didn't go just the way that maybe those who are the main characters in it had thought it would go or expected it. And in our own lives, when the road, you know, meanders one way or another, we just can't give up. We have to know who we are following and what we stand for. You know, the last episode, we talked a lot about getting to know the Lord, not just know of him, but really know him deeply. And my hope is that over the past few weeks during this Advent season, that you've been able to do so, that you've cracked open that Bible, that you've read the word, that you've had an opportunity or taken the opportunity rather to go to mass and to really enter into the liturgy, to enter into the word, into what God has called you to, and that is really holiness. Not perfection, right? But to live differently. And certainly we have that prime example from those who received a word from the angel Gabriel. When I think about Christmas, I think about mothers, I think about families, I think about gathering around the Christmas tree, kids opening up presents, and just pure joy and bliss. I see, you know, so many beautiful families who go to Mass, and, and for some, maybe that is one of the times of year that they do go. Maybe that reignites their faith. But what I do know also is the fact that there was a 14 or 15-year-old girl, and she was called to be the mother of God. Can you imagine the amount of trust that has to go into that and she was very faithful and god calls upon us to be just that to be faithful and in her own personal life right in her faithfulness she said yes to the lord when he called upon her to do something that she probably never would have expected herself to have to do the responsibility and to carry the savior of the world but the ask and the approach by god was very unique and special as he sends the angel to her. And she clearly doesn't understand how this can be because she's being faithful. And you know she hasn't had any relationship with a man and she's soon to be betrothed to Joseph and they're going to get married. 
And can you imagine the confusion and the heartache and just what is going on in my life? Well, you probably face that at times as well. And I know that we're getting close to 2024 and you're looking forward to the new year and all the things, a fresh start. But a lot of times things in our life can blindside us. And uh, if we're following the wrong start, we're following the wrong things, we're going to really go off and, and we could really crash. It could be really a disaster. But for Mary, she remained faithful and she pondered it and she questioned it. But all the while, she listened. And when she finally began to understand what was happening a little bit more and she trusted deeply and relied on her faith, and that was first and foremost. So from the beginning before right, the Lord even comes and is born in the stable, we're going to get into all of that. She had to really reflect deeply in her own life and to trust. And my hope is that you could trust a little bit more deeply, right? That you can get a little closer to the Lord because it's going to help you to walk in ways that you never would have expected to go down paths that you never thought maybe you were ready for. You know, you hear so many people in their life, whether they're at one stage or another, maybe they're deciding, you know, to start a new business venture or they're sending their kid to school for the first time and they see them get on the school bus. It's like, how do you let go and let God in our life? You know, how, how can we trust that they're going to be okay amidst a world that is chaotic? And unfortunately, people at times are trying to harm, you know, these little children. And, and that was just similar to, you know, what Mary and Joseph were facing when they had to travel, you know, hundreds and hundreds of miles and, and continue to trust. And, you know, King Herod is trying to, to kill all of the boys that are two years old and under because he wants to eradicate the one who is the proclaimed um, savior of the world, right? In, in the Christ child. So when people say, and they're so far removed from the fact that the, the Bible and the teachings and, and the faith is, is antiquated, that's anything but the truth, right? The truth and the matter is that it is right here, right now. It's happening in our midst. And every single Christmas, every time that we gather, every time that we celebrate, right? On December 25th, we're, we're reliving not only the Christmas story, but how it impacts and how it is relevant in our own personal journey in our lives with our family. And when I think again about, you know, the Holy Family, right? We think about a family that, you know, isn't anything but perfect. We have Mary, who is the mother of God, and we have St. Joseph, right? He's this chaste spouse. He's this guy who's humble. We don't hear too much from him in, in the passages of Scripture. It's like he's behind the scenes doing everything that had to happen to protect his family from physical harm, to lead his family in, in holiness and in righteousness and prayer, and to be that example. And you know, he, he comes on the scene and he's a foster father of Jesus. So when we think about families and a lot of times people say, oh, it came from a broken family or something that was, you know, difficult. Um, our, our family, you know, I didn't have two biological parents and all this kind of thing. Well, the Holy Family was, was not like this ideal cookie cutter thing. But what they did have was they had faith. They had love. They had trust in God. And what they did do was they followed and they followed a star. And, and there's many stars, especially when I was a kid growing up on TV. Oh, you saw Michael Jordan. Uh, he was the greatest. The GOAT, you know, he still is, in my opinion. And, and seeing this basketball star who just continued to win championship after championship and MVP after MVP, and certainly the, the most amount of work had to go into him honing his craft and 
but he didn't have it easy either or it wasn't perfect on the road right getting cut from his high school team and then eventually making it not only to play at North Carolina win a championship as a freshman but again go on to the Chicago Bulls win six titles uh it you know your life has a plan God has a plan let that plan unfold but follow the star so you can follow a star that is like Michael Jordan. You can follow movie stars. You can follow those who you know are doing things as social media. And, and certainly there are many great impactors, right? There are a lot of people that we should look up to that are role models that are helping to lead people in a positive manner. But there are so many things, especially in this day and age that we are following that is not leading us down the right path. And it's actually not a plate of grace. Instead, it's actually a deception. And Unfortunately, there is evil in the world as much as there is joy. And I know you probably are thinking, well, why are we talking about this when Christmas time is here and it's a joyful celebration? Because around the corner is lurking things that you do not know. But if you're following the star, the one, him, Jesus, the Christ, the light of the world that shines through the darkness, and there's a reason why Christmas is happening right now during the winter solstice. It is the most dark and dismal time of year. But what happens is that Jesus the Christ is born and he illuminates the world. He brings hope to people. He shines through the darkness and it is a light that will never get extinguished and will lead us not only like the star that led them to um, Bethlehem, but also it is the star that leads us to the eternal Bethlehem, the New Jerusalem heaven. And as a saint, you are called to holiness. You might be thinking, hey, Dan, I am not a saint. You know, there's so many things going on in my life that are, that are imperfect. There's so many things that I need to improve upon. Well, the very fact that you're thinking about that, that you're praying about that, that you are helping you know, other people to understand a little bit more deeply or to dive further into your faith and to grapple with it shows that you are trying to strive for holiness. You are trying to be more like Christ, the Christ child who illuminates our heart to bring joy to the world. And when you fast forward and you look at his life, right, and he was born in a stable, in a manger, right? There was no room for him in the inn. An example of humility, right? He's the newborn king of the Jews, the one who came here to be with us, to save us from our sin, to bring us truly to bridge the gap between God and man. And he's born in a filthy barn. Why? Because again, in our life, things are not going to be perfect. It's going to be hard and you need to be humble. And if you're humble, you can have eyes that are open. You can have ears that can hear and you can see what God has shared with you and how he wants to lead you and not only that, how he wants to live through you and within you and love the world as he loved. And that's a really difficult challenge. That is a, a tall task. It's something that we're called to in terms of discipleship. Some people are not ready for that. But when are you ever going to be ready? And that's like the shepherds who are out in the field. When you think about you know, the Christmas story, and they were looked down upon in society. They were the lowly ones. They're the ones who are tending the sheep. But they always had to be on guard. Why? Because there were wolves around the corner. 
Well, there are wolves who are trying to detract you from following the true star. There are wolves that are trying to get you off course, who are trying to devour you, not only in you know your thought process to lead you down the wrong path or to harm the way that you think or to interrupt the positive nature of your life. They are trying to consume you fully, right? And it could be anything. If we allow anything to get onto the first place podium in our life and, and we push God off to the side or in a closet or we box him up even, you know, so many people do this and it's common for Sunday only. And it's like cafeteria Christianity, right? I'm going to go on Sunday. I'm going to be there for an hour or so. And then I'm going to box it up and push it off and, and not think about the Lord for the rest of the week. And that is, it's sad, number one. It's, it's hard to think that, why would we want to do that? And it's not that people want to do it, I think. It's not that they're trying to be intentional about that. I think it's really because we get distracted and the wolves that are coming to try to get the sheep and people become sheep in their life. Let's just face it. They just follow whatever the ways and whims of the world tend to be. And if they do that, well, they're not following the star. They get distracted and unfortunately harm comes to their life. Well, if Mary and Joseph were to not have listened, if they didn't follow the star, harm would came to their life and probably the Lord wouldn't have, you know, been safe because he, he had to be kept safe from Herod who was trying to destroy him. Well, what in your life, if you're reflecting right now, is trying to harm you? What are the things? Maybe maybe it's toxic people. Maybe it's uh, something that you're struggling with, an addiction or some kind of distraction or something that's just consuming you. It could be social media and you don't even know it, right? And there are a lot of great things on there, okay? But also there are things that are trying to take away the time from you spending it with your family or being intentional with your actions or going to the next step when it comes to your true goals in your life. But if you're following the star, God will continue to reveal to you what he is asking of you in this life because everybody has a purpose and a mission and has value and worth. And that star that's shining above the stable, right, was to give hope because the shepherds are going to come and, and they did. And then those that came with them, the three wise men, they bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because amidst all the dirtiness and the filth of your life, maybe amidst the great ask of humility, like the Christ child being born in that manger, Mary and Joseph there, and there's no room for them in the inn. Well, in your life, God is going to gift you with a many beautiful blessings. Amidst all the ugliness, amidst all of the things that look like it's not going your way, there's going to be continuous blessing if you remain faithful. And you are clothed in royalty. Remember that. So even if your physical clothing or maybe you don't have amassed great riches in this material world, you are clothed and you have royal blood pumping through your veins. Why? Because you are a child of God. You are born of the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He has come. He has come, he is Emmanuel, and he is God with us. And that's why it's not enough to just get, to, to have information about him, to just know him. 
We, we, we can't just know of him. We have to really deeply dive into a relationship with the Lord. If there's one thing you could be gifted with in your life or you can give to other people is to plant that seed of faith. How do we do that? That's following the right stars. Okay, the true star, right? The North Star in our life is going to be Jesus Christ. There are other people that can lead us, that reflect the light of Christ, that can lead us closer to him. Okay, those are stars that fall as well. I understand that not everybody feels at one point or another that they are a true leader, but they are a leader in some regard. And they don't even have to speak too often. Again, take that humble example of St. Joseph. In the Bible, how many times is it mentioning him? Not too often. He was a carpenter, right? He had a job that was important in that day and age, right, in Nazareth, but he taught Jesus. And because of his faithfulness, he becomes a saint and he's a humble servant of God. And in doing so, and in saying yes to the call to be the foster father of, of Christ, well, God prepares a great place for him. And now he's the patron saint of fathers, right? He's leading men closer to the heart of Christ. And, and that is something that you never know how you're going to be called or the way that God is going to be able to, to use your skill set, to be able to use you in a, in a positive manner. If you say yes, even in a small way, he'll open up great opportunities for you. But in order for that to take place, you have to say yes first. That's hard to do, especially when you don't know where the road is taking you, especially when you don't know what the outcome will be. But again, the Holy Family, they did that. Mary and Joseph did it in their own significant and uh, positive ways. They did it as individuals and as a collective effort. And as we think about Christmas, as it is all unfolding, as Christ then is raised up, and we fast forward and we look at then Easter and the culmination of the events. And Jesus is the, the miracle worker, right? He's the one that comes on the scene and continues to spread light and spread hope and to give people this, this new renewed faith. In this new year, where is your renewed faith coming from? What are you turning to? Not only in times of, of difficulty, but on an average day, in a daily basis. Because here's the thing, you were not made to be average. You were not made to just go through the motions or to waste time in this life. Some people are saying, this is too intense for me. Well, maybe you're thinking that because you're a little bit uncomfortable. And it's okay to get out of your comfort zone. I highly encourage it. Because in order for you to grow, in order for you to prosper, in order for you to become the best version of yourself and to max out your life, you have to go outside of your comfort zone. You have to go into the mud and the mire. And, and, and persevere during these trials. Because if you do, you will be raised up just like Christ was raised up. And he's going to raise you up continuously in your life because he wants you to illuminate. He wants you to shine bright. He wants you to be a star, but a star that is in accordance and in orbit with the true North Star, with him. Because if you are things, no matter what happens, even in this lifetime, you know that a place has already been prepared for you. You know that there is hope waiting on the other side. You know that the, the horizon, even the rising of the sun or the setting, and, and at some point in your life, you're being called from this world. There's something that's greater. You're living for a greater meaning. There is something that you're living for that is 
far more than just you and yourself. When you're with your family gathered around that table, I highly encourage you, if you can, to open up the scripture to read the account. Okay, I did it this morning, and it's a beautiful example and a reminder to us what this season is about. Remember the reason for the season. And even when you're thinking about Santa Claus, okay, that comes from Saint Nicholas. What did he do? He was a cheerful giver over, you know, in 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 Europe, like in the Dutch lands. And and Saint Nick, what did he? He went to the poor. He went to those who were lowly. He went to those who were downtrodden. Those who were feeling a little bit sad and and like the joy had been evaporated from their life and he went around and he put little little things in in the kids shoes so that way when they woke up in the morning and they went to put on their shoes to go out to school or you know to help their parents with different chores or uh, the parents to go to work they had something to look forward to and it brought a smile to their face it brought joy it was it was that cheerful giving and that's what christmas is about it's about a gift. The truest and greatest gift of all is our salvation that comes from the birth of Christ. But the gifts that we give one another every day, could be material gifts around Christmas. Yes, that's a symbol. Just like the Magi brought those gifts to the newborn king. But the gift that you can give to someone else, your time, right? Your talent, your ability to guide, to provide wisdom, a listening ear, great friendship, okay? A helping hand going into the community and serving, being humble enough to help other people even in times where you feel like, wow, I don't really want to do this. It's sacrificing for your family. These are all ways that we can truly allow Christ to live in and through us. Okay, It, it, doesn't, it does take a lot of effort. Okay, It's not easy to do. However, I truly believe you will have a little bit more joy. You'll have a greater spring in your step. You will be feeling more fulfilled in your life if you listen to those promptings, if you grapple with your faith a little bit, if you take time to reflect, to slow down, and to remember the reason of this season, who you're following, and whose flock you're part of. Because... Like sheep that will just go off and wander away. Christ, he promises us that if we do wander, he'll go after us. He'll go after us even if we're one and he has to leave the 99. He'll go after us because our salvation, our soul is worth that much to him. And he came. And he came and was born in a manger. And he came and he's the the birth of the newborn king. He's the star that's shining through the darkness. He's the star that we're going to continue to follow because if we do, our faith explodes with great ferocity. If we do, our life becomes meaningful, has purpose, has value, has worth, and we can see others just as they are. Beautiful, holy, and a child of God. My hope is that you have a blessed Christmas that you've enjoyed the Life to the Fullest podcast in this episode on the EF3 Life platform. If you had and you've gained something from it, if you feel inspired and encouraged, will you please just share it with at least one or two people that you know? That's the only way for our show to grow. And there's lots of great content. There's free materials. There's also my books like The Saint Next Door and Fire Burning Within, Faith-Filled Workings that I've written 
because my hope is to encourage other people, A, to not give up, but B, to also and truly follow, right? Follow the right lead. Because if you're going to be part of a flock, be part of the flock who is led by the good shepherd. Thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you. And as always, keep living life to the fullest.